please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, on a mountain rail, we're going to Toy Story Land. I'm so excited to hit that area. I'm glad that actually Ryan gets to join us because he hasn't been around lately. What have you been up to? He's so busy. I've been voicing a pig in a movie. A pig? Wow. That took up all your time? Well, and then I, I, I invented packing supplies. Really? How's that even related? I started a charity for manual labor workers. Wow. What? Yeah. Any carpentry? I, I became I became a house framer and an archer and a deckhand. Wow. Look at this guy. Yeah, who are you, John Ratzenberger? Welcome to episode 226 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Chris. Today we'll be the today we'll be giving the his on John Ratzenberger. We're recording live for a groove troop. Visit our social media, head over there to the Diz His Pod on Twitter or Instagram. From there, you can click our link tree. And from there, you can join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Now, if you want to give be part of our giveaways, it to be more than $2 a month. But $2 a month gets you part of our Discord which allows you to hang out with all these people who love Disney and talk Disney daily. And also you can watch live our recordings like we're doing now. You also are part of our giveaways. Like I mentioned earlier, we are going to be giving away something again, some October themed item later this month. And from our link tree, you can go to our T public where we do have this, his merchandise. And we also have a blog you can check out as well. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at dishispod at gmail.com. Send us anything. We'll read it. I guarantee you we will read it. We have a 100% success rate of reading your emails. And uh, you will not be the first to uh, make us destroy that statistic. I like I like consistency. I like the 100%. And if you haven't already, please go and give the podcast a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or Google. Only if we deserve it, though. Only if, we'll take a four, but we strive for five. Uh, Alex, by the way, speaking of this giveaway, so we haven't talked about this yet, and I shouldn't probably be talking about it while we're recording, but there's some really cool Lego sets out. Disney 100 Ooh. Lego sets. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I think everyone loves a good Lego set. They came out with this Peter Pan and Wendy uh, flying uh, in front of Big Ben. Uh-huh. It's really cool, and it's a miniature one, so you could, it's not one of those massive ones that take up your whole your thing. It's pretty good. Uh, it has a Disney 100 logo. There's a lot of cool Disney 100 um, merch out there, so maybe something maybe something Disney 100, because anything can really be Halloween-themed if you think about it. <laughs> like, you dress up as everything, right? No, <laughs> I was leaning towards like a Halloween themed thing for October, but OK, we'll give away a pumpkin then. Yeah, a Disney pumpkin. Yes, yeah, so maybe <laughs> December's give away the Lego. If you like Legos, join because we will definitely be giving one away one day. That's, I guess. What or I if you like Lego, join uh, or plural Legos. Like if you like one more That's than not, one individual you Lego can't piece. Plural Le Lego plural is Lego. All right. Before we get to our episode, I'd like to welcome back our guest. Uh, you know him, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Glad to be back. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, Ryan was on. His audio was a little off, but we made sure he double checked to make sure he's recording with the right yes. item today. And his voice is going to sound silky smooth. That's what we're yes. proud of you. I am not calling from a phone booth this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It yeah. cost a lot of quarters. We had to pay him. It uh, was we, very expensive. And I'm very yeah. poor. It's a huge bill. <laughs> uh, but this week on the episode is going to be John Ratzenberger, who was an American actor, made famous from his role in the sitcom Cheers, but is perhaps most fondly remembered for his voice acting in Pixar's first 22 
full-length films. With iconic roles ranging from the level piggy bank ham and comedic abominable snowman to the irritable P.T. Flea and the loyal Mac, Ratzenberger's voice has been heard by millions of families, turning it to a Pixar classic. Do you guys know the voice I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. Oh, come on, man. Of course. Okay, just making the, sure. The irritable P.T. Flea. <laughs> I actually have no idea who that is, but I do know the rest of them. It's from Bugs Life. Oh, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't remember that one. The guy who runs the circus. He runs the circus. I remember the ant. Well, yeah, that's the main character. The main character. That's like, that's like, yeah. that's, that's, that I shows the nothing. I from Lion King. <laughs> that does not show anything that you watch the movie. Lie, actually. Um, yeah, don't, I'll have to rewatch. I'll have to, re I was like four when I watched it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Great movie though. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> so, Top 10. Right. Um, do you love John Ratzenberger? Absolutely. Look for him in every Pixar movie, even though he wasn't in the last couple of ones. But yeah, always looking for his voice, which is very well hidden in a lot of them. There is a it's impressive. I'm sorry. I was just saying that that's impressive. You can look for a voice, uh, Ryan, because you usually just listen for them. But uh, you actually can physically yeah. look for. Well, it is a movie, Chris, so you can watch <laughs> and look for a voice. Um, you're right. There are a few that you wouldn't even know it's him. I go over that information in the history. And also the fact that he's not in a few, the last few Pixar movies, I go over that as well. Um, but yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's voiced Mac from Cars. He's voiced Ham from Toy Story. And um, he's just a classic voice. If you don't know who we're talking about, you will by the end of this history for sure. Um, I hope so. I hope so too. But hey, <laughs> this, this, is, this ends our trilogy of the voice actors. Oh, you're right. This is yes. the, uh, and I think we saved the best for last. Definitely the most well known. I don't know, because remember uh, last Jim time, Cummings. Jim Cummings was really good too. Let's get to his on John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger was born on Easter Sunday on April 6, 1947, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. His father worked for Texaco as a truck driver, while his mom worked for Remington Arms, a weapons manufacturer. John first attended St. Anne Academy in Bridgeport and later Sacred Heart University in Fairfield, Connecticut. At Sacred Heart, John was trying to woo a girl at school. In order to get closer to her, he joined an acting class. During that time, he found a knack for improv comedy and acting. In 1969, he was a tractor operator at the famous Woodstock Festival, and shortly after that, he graduated from college and worked as a carpenter. In 1971, John moved to London, where he worked as a house framer, archery instructor, and a fishing boat deckhand. In London, he became good friends with a man named Ray Hassett. John and Ray eventually quit their jobs and started to travel around Europe with only their suitcases. Their show ranged from 90 minutes to 2 hours and was almost completely improvised. They had the beginning, middle, and end planned, as well as some props, but everything in between was different every night. They eventually got invited to teach a class at the United Kingdom's Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, where they were asked what their technique was. They ended up improvising their way through the whole lesson. In 1982, John accepted a writing assignment in Los Angeles for CBS for a late-night comedy program based on the life of Emperor Nero. 
the day he was supposed to head back to London, he instead auditioned for a role for an upcoming sitcom. As he was auditioning, he started to have a feeling he wasn't going to get the part. However, his improv skills kicked in, and as he was leaving, he asked if the show, which was about a bar, had a bar know-it-all. John then improvised five minutes as a character demonstrating his Boston accent, paired with a bogus explanation of how the ballpoint pen was invented. Everyone there loved it, and the beloved mailman character Cliff Clavin was created on the spot for Cheers, which would eventually run for 11 years. So I think that, I mean, or do you guys think that his life was kind of uh, complete after he was cast as a vehicle, considering that his dad was a truck driver? Yeah. And and he was a uh, and he was a tractor. Like he's, he's a very big history with vehicles. And I feel like maybe his dream job was voicing uh, a car. You guys are getting way ahead of yourselves. Yeah. But yeah, he, he had a whole lot of interesting stuff going on before that. <laughs> but yes, he did voice a, tr a truck. His dad was yeah. a truck driver. But yeah, uh, back to the history, Chris. Well, no, listen, you, you talked about Mac the truck, and then you talked about how his parents were truck people. So I was listening. Now he's a truck person. Truck people. I guess what they're called, right? A truck person. What happened to the people in cars? Never mind. So... I don't know. I just I just find that interesting that his, his life kind of went full circle. That is a little detail. That's interesting. You're right about that. Um, but you know, what I thought you would think is funny, Chris, is the fact that they were invited to United Kingdom's Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts and they improvised their whole entire lesson. Oh, I love that. I think that was uh, I think that's amazing. That's something that's my, you would that's, do. That's my whole college experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you would do for sure. Well, then he was like an archery guy and he had a fishing boat. Like he was kind of like Forrest Gump, apparently. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what's he had some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, he, he he was a jack of all trades, had a lot of different professions. I wonder if that is just part of her his persona, because, look, he voiced a bunch of different people in all these walks of life. He did a bunch of different professions. Maybe he's a. Uh, Maybe there's something wrong with him. <laughs> what? Something wrong with him? Yeah, maybe he just can't do one thing like, uh, for very long. And like uh, he just needs to keep jumping from thing to thing to thing. I know a lot of people like that. And I know one guy goes through a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should take up voice acting. Yeah. I, that's next on his list. I'm sure of it. But seriously, I, I, you got you got to wonder if that is uh, part of his psyche. Like uh, he, he did all these things. Kind of interesting because these are a lot of very very different jobs that he's doing like they're not associated like it's not like he was in sales and then jumped for you know sales and something other or another product or another company he jumped from like very different jobs mm -hmm. so i just wonder if that's uh attributes to his talent at jumping from you know all these different voices well i mean you're saying it like he did different voices his voice is usually his voice characters cut that <laughs> alex <laughs> um but you know, it's it's crazy because we do history on these people and like Jim Cummings, he moved to California and had an audition within like a week. And this guy got one audition while he was in L.A. for a couple of days and landed a role to Cheers. It's just insane how some people yeah. get it instantly while others will work for years and years and will never make it never happen for them. It's just did you it's guys, crazy. Did you guys watch Cheers growing up? Oh, I love no. Cheers. I did. Love Cheers. I, I'm a little older than you guys. But yeah, and his was my favorite character. I've been to Boston though. I've been to the I've been to the bar. 
Yeah, I thought I went to the bar, but it was uh, it was just said Cheers Bar on it. I was like, oh, I'm well, here. That's close I, enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was like it was the one at um, that market, Quincy yeah. Market. Yep. And that's where there, I've been. yeah, there's the one that. Uh, okay, so there's that one, and then there. I just watched a video of this is Disney related because it was paging Mr. Morrow. He went to Boston, and there there's a bar. There's the Cheers Bar, and then there's another bar that the show Cheers was. Uh, modeled after like the vibe and all the decorations and stuff which was pretty cool it didn't get to that one um but i would love to see uh him on this show because that's a really funny character and we all know one of those people and we all go like out in public and see you know we we see one of those guys it's just like trying to oh yeah well you know this was the, the ballpoint pen was invented this like all stupid stuff like that i think mm -hmm. that sounds like a really really funny character yeah yeah, it's pretty amazing that he uh, you know, that character would never exist if it was for him coming in yeah. there and doing that, doing what he does well, improvising something he didn't know he did until college when he was just doing a class for the sake of it. Well, to meet a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I forget who it was because uh, it was uh, I can assure you it was one of the two other voice actors. They also had a similar story where they did not go to school for voice acting. They did not go to school for the show business. That kind of happened a little later in their life. So I think that's kind of interesting. And it's kind of uh, kind of cool that like he didn't always know he wanted to get into show business. Mm -hmm. It just kind of happened uh, and he found a passion for it. I think that's kind of interesting because it kind of like uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe we have hope. Maybe we will become voice actors one day. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe you can voice Pluto. <laughs> that's a good callback good callback if you don't understand that callback you need to re-listen this is episodes <laughs> during Ratzenberger's run on Cheers he got small roles in films like Superman Superman 2 Gandhi and Empire Strikes Back in 1985 and 1986 John received a nomination for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for his portrayal of Cliff Clavin in the early 90s, he voiced Rigger in six seasons of Captain Planet and voiced his own postman character for The Simpsons. Meanwhile, in Richmond, California, a team for Pixar was working on their debut film, Toy Story. They developed a character for their Black Friday draft named Ham. Ham was originally a stuffed pig, not the piggy bank we would later morph into. While developing the character, director John Lasseter envisioned the voice for Ham as being John Ratzenberger from Cheers. All it took was a call from Pixar to John to ask if he would like to do the voice and John quickly said yes. After the success of Toy Story, which debuted in 1995, Pixar got to work on their next animated movie, A Bug's Life. They asked John to voice P.T. Flea, a short-tempered ringmaster of the circus troupe. Whenever asked who his favorite character to voice was, John's answer was always P.T. Flea. Due to his own equally edgy personality, John always loved the over-the-top characters who could blow up any minute. After A Bug's Life also became a smash hit, Pixar developed Toy Story 2, which of course meant that Ratzenberger would be returning to voice Ham. After Pixar's third film became a global phenomenon, Cliff was dubbed Pixar's good luck charm, and it was then decided that John would always voice a character in any Pixar film. For the next 21 years, John Ratzenberger would have a voice role in every Pixar film made, reprising many roles in sequels or prequels. He would voice 15 different characters for Pixar, from lead roles to small one-scene or one-line characters. His roles, you may not recall, include Gordon the Guard and Brave, for which he had to try out a Scottish accent. Another accent he was able to pull off was a French one when he voiced Musafa, the waiter in Ratatouille. For Finding Dory, they actually changed his voice in post-production for his character Bill the Crab, who is seen clipping grass right before Dory slips through a pipe. Okay. 
Be honest, guys. Mm -hmm. Did you have you recognized his voice when he had one of these one liners or, or you know, anything in the movies? Uh, and then maybe like looked it up to see if it was him. And I, and when I say yes. guys, I, I mean Ryan. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes. Well, I always look like he's like the uh, he's like the human equivalent of the uh, Pizza Planet truck in those movies. Yeah, right. Like right. you're always looking for it, right? Yeah, like, so, it's in every movie. It's, he's there somewhere. What movie, Ryan? Did you think you heard his voice and then looked it up? Uh, Do you remember specifically? Um, there, I think in Ratatouille, it was kind of like hidden behind the accent, but I was really interested to know who he was in it. And then he was like, he was the waiter, which is yeah. I didn't didn't even know it was him, which right. I, I think is interesting. Yes, that's a good one because like he's in a good amount of the movie. Like he's not oh it's not a one liner. He's a good he's a no, character no. that voices quite a bit. And no, until I did this history, I had no idea it was him. Yeah, you wouldn't you, unless you looked it up. He he's got one of those voices too that you can't recast it. Like Ham. How could you recast no, Ham yeah. as anybody but him? Like no. he's got the perfect voice for Ham. He delivers every line so well. His voice is he's got a real pig voice, huh? He does, honestly. Like he's a perfect pig. <laughs> he's like he, like like if I was a spider at his house, I would put in the web some pig. <laughs> God. It's so funny that he was like, they're like, hey, you want to voice a fleet? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and they're like we have to do a sequel to this this amazing movie and they're like you know what you were in three movies they did all did really well you have a job for the next 21 years yeah right <laughs> the best part about the flea is he has like the total opposite of a flea voice but he's got that like uh that like scammy circus like voice yeah. that he could really hone in on which is kind of ironic which is kind of adds to the comedy of the role that i know very very well but like so I, who, who which one of his voices are your favorites i gotta i gotta go ham because toy story is uh one of my favorite if not my favorite pixar movie it's probably a tie between toy story and finding nemo um mm. and who did he play in finding nemo did we talk about that we don't but he plays the the group of fish they the just make swimming out. noises. No, 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 the group of fish that tell them. They talk to them. Oh, with the arrow and stuff. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, I can see that now. Yeah. See, I yeah. can see the voices too, Ryan. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> um, yeah, Ham has got to be my favorite. Ham's like a really great character in that mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. I, um, you know, not to be basic like Chris, uh, I'm going to go with a different one and say I'm going to go with Mac from Cars. I love mac from cars and also i don't remember mac to uh, be honest with you he's a mac truck he's the mac truck yeah, he's the one that fell, falls asleep i think i should see a doctor um, i really i don't remember i don't remember wow. he's in all. all three car movies uh he's a little more of a role in this in the second one and in third one but the first one a very small role but very yeah, very I, good i stopped after the first one. Oh, the third one's good third, third one's good. good i heard yeah. the trailer is really good and the movie's not that not like no, the it's trailer. good at all third I'll, one's I'll, good i'll give it a watch i'll give it a watch you you can skip the second one but i'd watch the second one it's worth watching yeah i, I, I definitely bad. will it's not as bad as people make it out to be yes yeah, right a spy film it is yeah which is kind of interesting yeah majors of spy are they, are they figuring out where all the humans went no because i'm no, very them long before very long concerned before they were worried about that ryan what's your favorite uh, i'd, have to, I'd probably role? go mac too i'm a car guy but I'd, I'd have to go mac i think he he plays a good role in the first one and a third one he plays a a lot more of a mm. bigger part in it but yeah it's kind of the bigger role for him in pixar though i do love the abominable snowman i love the abominable snowman that's a good that's one too. like that's an awesome scene I yeah love what scene. movie is that 
Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Mon- <laughs> I, 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 as soon as I asked that, I, I knew I knew exactly. You're right. who you okay? Are you okay tonight? I don't think so. No, it's just Ratzenberger. He played so many roles. I keep getting them mixed up. I haven't seen. That's actually a movie I have to rewatch. I haven't seen Monsters Inc. in a while. Oh man, I, I watched uh, it the other day. So good. I loved Monsters University, and I have not watched the uh, the Disney Plus uh, series yet. But is is uh, he in that one at all? Yes, he I is. I don't think is he. Yes, he is. Oh, I oh, liked that, cool. that series. It was good. Yeah, I've been meaning. There's just there's too much to watch these days. Oh yeah, for sure. The fact that John voiced so many characters for Pixar, while often using his normal voice for all of them, was made fun of by Pixar themselves. During the end credits of Cars, John's character Mac is shown at a drive-in movie seeing different car-themed Pixar films. Mac makes a note that Ham's voice actor must be amazing. Then he sees an abominable snowman in Monsters, Inc. and P.T. Flea in A Bug's Life. Mac says that they're just using the same actor over and over. What kind of cut-rate production is this? During his time as a distinguished voice actor, John pursued his other passions, leading him to direct and produce hundreds of television projects. One of his other passions was helping the world, which he did by developing a biodegradable, non-toxic packaging alternative, Sizzle Pack. The production of Sizzle Pack was done by his own manufacturing company, EcoPack Industries. He would go on and sell these businesses to Randpack Corp. in 1992. In 2007, John was put back in the spotlight when he appeared on Dancing with the Stars. He would end up being the sixth celebrity eliminated. His business bug was fed again in 2016 when he launched thegiftbox.com, an e-commerce website for customers described to a variety of monthly boxes. John would then work along with Pixar to host the documentary film Pixar 20 Years of Animation and Counting. Ratzenberger worked for Disney as well in their car spin-off Planes as Harlan the Jet Tug and its sequel Planes Fire and Rescue as Brody. In 2020, Soul released and director Pete Docter hinted at a cameo by Ratzenberger. But it was not what everyone thought. In the film, Joe, as a cat, chases 22 into a subway and they run past a man who resembles John. But the man doesn't say anything as they run past. Since then, Pixar has released four more movies, all without John Ratzenberger cameo, with no public reasoning behind it. In 2022, Apple TV's original animated movie Luck was released, and with that, a character named Rudy, a tiki bar bartender, voiced by Ratzenberger. Like what? He's the most random per. I guess what I'm saying he just jumps from thing to thing to thing to thing to. Thing to th- it's crazy. Is there I know. He can't it's do? awesome. Like it's really cool. Like oh my uh, god. It's cool that he's doing whatever he wants. Like he's reached that financial freedom. But I he's believe good of that all like of them. he just do whatever he wants at this point. Whether it's <laughs> create a million businesses and if three make it, hey, so be it. Because he's always gonna have money coming to him. Did any of you see Apple TV's luck? Yes. It looked it looked really, really good. And I was looking forward to watching it. And then it finally came out. and I just never watched it. How oh, was it? It's good. I didn't it's know. Good it looks, it, it's a it's a movie about um, like someone just has really good luck or really bad luck. I forget. So she has both throughout the film. So she's a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has bad luck until she gets a coin and then she gets good luck. Uh, that's right. That's right. The coin. That's cool that he plays. <laughs> is that a um, is that a big character? Or is it just like a cameo? Or? No, it's a small character. Okay, gotcha. That's really cool, though, that he um, that they they tapped his shoulder. Apple's good at bringing in like these big name talents like Tom Hanks and and Steven Spielberg and stuff like that. So it's cool that they uh, gave some uh, voice actors, uh, you know, a little tap on the shoulder, too. So you guys say he's interesting. He has all these different things. Um, Yeah, he's very into manufacturing jobs in America. Uh, His mom was a manufacturer and he thinks that. These jobs of people who are carpenters, mm. which he was, 
you know, people who do the everyday jobs are very important to society. And uh, he has his own, um, he had, a, he started a uh, foundation for this, which is called Foundation for America. Um, it's a foundation that's going to bring back shop classes in schools. And oh, he actually cool. donated a million dollars to his own foundation at one point, which uh, might be from his money that he earned from selling his businesses that he yes. created about <laughs> packing material. Like, it's just like, I'm doing the history. It's like, oh, yeah. And he made this, he invented this packing product. And I'm like, what? Eco pack? That sounds familiar to me. And he sold them. I'm like, jeez. Like, imagine he's like, you know, I'm voice oh. acting. Oh, but how'd you make your money? I made a business and sold it. Okay, but seriously, you're a voice actor, right? <laughs> I um oh no I don't know what eco pack is oh maybe I do I think I've seen eco pack oh, I'm probably lying I probably have never heard of this in my life <laughs> I mean it wouldn't be the first I lie with good intent <laughs> um you know it, it's it's really cool I love the fact that he is um is providing like something actually valuable uh, right he, he's not he's not i, I don't want to say this in a, in a bad way but because we have a lot of these people these um actors and actresses that just give back to um a actors and actresses aspiring actors and actresses right mm -hmm. the arts and which is great and all because we need the arts we have a whole podcast centered around the arts essentially we do? i love the arts and i think that uh, money should be poured into that, but it's cool to see someone like Ratzenberger say, "You know, I, you know, you know, I'm part of this, but I want to give back to the people who help who help build things that we use every day, like really important jobs, uh, bringing manufacturing or keeping manufacturing in America something that he, grew, uh, the reason he is where he is is because his is of manufacturing because that's what put uh, food on their table. I think that's really cool. It's it's nice that it's probably really rewarding for him too." Because uh, giving back to this like uh, profession that his his mom was in, um, I guess he just doesn't care much about archers though. Archers are deckhands. He has no <laughs> foundations for either one of those professions. He must not have liked them too much. <laughs> but uh, he seems like a really nice guy, and um, we should we should have asked him to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should have reached out. Um, but so on the on the topic yeah. of him not being in the last four Pixar movies, um, how upset are you about this, Ryan? Very. Very upset. Yeah, like it's just it's the end of an era, I guess. But but I, it can't be because Toy Story Five is coming out in twenty twenty five. Oh yeah, that's right. And were they mm. not gonna have Ham in that movie? I guess they'll have him in it. They should unless something happened to Ham. Somebody needed their money out of him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Andy claims bankruptcy. <laughs> I know. I think I think he'll come back in twenty twenty five for the movie because he has to. He has to. Right. He has to come back for the movie. You would think, but like, yeah, like not ha like, why did they not have him in these last four films? Just it's why not? Like, it's so simple. He comes in and reads a line. He leaves. It's not hard to keep it going. I, I would keep it going just to keep it going, you know, yeah. just because it's tradition. I mean, as long as he's alive, he can talk, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Tradition. And then after he's you know passed away, AI. So like it works. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. At one point, John was a part of the Pixar softball team. Ratzenberger is currently on the university board of Pepperdine University. John wrote a book named We've Got It Made in America, a common man's salute to an oncoming country, which he wrote about hosting the Travel Channel show John Ratzenberger's Made in America. 
He voiced Aniyaku in the English dubbing of Studio Ghibli's Spirited Away. Spirited Away is actually supposed to be very, very good. It is supposed to be very, very good. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for my kids to get a little older to watch it because I think uh, the spirits would give my daughter nightmares. But it's we, about spirits. Hence the name Spirited kind of Away. Like, kind, of like a, kind of like a spoiler in the title, huh? <laughs> I love Ghibli, <laughs> Ghibli movies. Uh, but that's, what, a, that's another, another topic. Uh, Princess Mononoke. My neighbor is Ponyo Totoro. Ponyo has got to be one. Ponyo's one. Totoro. Yeah, those are all great ones. Um, so, did you guys know he hosted a channel, travel cha- a travel channel show called no, Made I in didn't. America? <laughs> I I knew this. I I think I've seen the show a couple times. It was it was kind of on the heels of um, that other show that was on tra- a travel channel. You know the hard jobs, whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking Dirty about? Jobs. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. I think it's kind of on the heels of that, but I've made in America. He went around and watched, looked at all the manufacturing companies that made stuff I in America. I do remember that. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, it was a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. Very in very in his niche, but yeah. uh, added to his repertoire, hosting a television show. Yeah. He does not. There, I don't know if there's anything he hasn't done except for maybe fly to space and that might be coming soon with all these uh <laughs> <laughs> these space uh travel companies yeah he's definitely one of those guys is like you know lived a thousand lives and can oh, do yeah. a thousand things and we're over here like how do we make our sink not drip yeah exactly <laughs> right <laughs> we hear his think that john ratzenberger is an iconic voice actor with a long and storied career although his pixar roles are certainly his most famous and possibly his most beloved his influence throughout both the entertainment industry and his business ventures have truly showcased his impact on american society are you looking for a magical experience look no further than three cheeky chicks a disney themed candle company that will transport you to your favorite childhood memories three cheeky chicks offers wax melts candies candles diffuser oils and room sprays all available on magicallyscented.com. And the best part? You can use the code DISHIS20 at checkout to receive 20% off your purchase. Immerse yourself in the world of Disney with scents like Poly Juice Potion, which is orange and mold fruit, blended with oak and patchouli on a base of sugared berries. Or try Once Upon a Dream, a magical blend of pears, peaches, and mild red berries mixed with water lily, apple blossoms, tiari flowers, and jasmine with a base of vanilla orchard, sandalwood, coconut milk, and chiffron musk. And don't forget the official Dizhiz scent, created exclusively for fans of the Dizhiz podcast. Three Chicka Chicks candles, wax melts, and diffusers make the perfect gift for any Disney lover. So visit MagicallyScented.com today and use the code DizHiz20 for 20% off your purchase. Three Cheeky Chicks, where every scent tells a story. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park. We have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on top, there's a link. A Disney cruise is no ordinary vacation. It's an adventure, a fairy tale, a dream. Step aboard and discover where favorite Disney characters meet fun for the whole family, where total rest and relaxation meet the ultimate escape and excitement, where a dream vacation meets a magical cruise, only on Disney Cruise Line, where magic meets the sea. 
to book your magical Disney Cruise Line vacation, go to sandpipervacations.com today. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Memories. 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 So before we get in this week in Disney, uh, we had some people send us some memories. We did have a few memories shared with us. So I have Chris read one and then Ryan read another. So Nick from Sandpiper Vacation says, my dad's 40th birthday. I was 10 and we sent him to the ice machine to decorate the room and surprise him. We were at All Star Sports, which was new at the time. Wow. He just aged himself. He just aged himself. And also, <laughs> Nick, how long, how much ice did you ask your dad to get, man? That's a, like, it seems like a, like a five minute trip. And did he book that vacation? That's true, too. We have <laughs> a lot of questions. Sports. I don't know, man. We have, we have a lot of questions about this. And the other memory was uh, sent by Magic by Maddie. Follow her on, what is, uh, TikTok. Instagram follow her, and yeah, TikTok. Follow her on Instagram and TikTok. She does a lot of real great paintings and stuff. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Maddie says, my favorite memory is running around Epcot at night with my cousins. Nothing beats Epcot's night atmosphere. I guess we can agree with that. Yeah. Epcot's night at when they when they light the the torches. That's pretty cool. Kind of scary. I'm always scared. It's like some a ritual little going scary. On. Yeah, yeah, a little scary. I think there is. I think that's that's how the barges <laughs> got there. <laughs> so this week in Disney, uh, Chris, did you do anything this week? I did. I did some pretty cool stuff. All right, so- we'll get back to you on that. Uh, Ryan, how about you? I didn't do a whole lot this week. Uh, we are in talks of planning out my Disneyland trip for my 40th birthday. So oh, I will be contacting oh. Nick over Wasn't at, that like five years ago? I'm not that old, thank you. <laughs> we, are, we are going to be contacting Nick at Sandpiper Vacations to help book all that because I've never been to Disneyland, so I'm not 100% sure on anything. Wow, there. that's amazing. That's yes. very exciting. I'm very excited to go. I mean, sorry, Chris, back to you. <laughs> So I'm on a lot of Star Wars collectors pages on Facebook, and I don't know if you guys have heard of Ollie's Bargain Outlet. No. Um, oh, re- really? No. You have one near you, Alex. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked it up. I don't know why. One day I guess why, I was bored and I looked up that? Ollie's Bargain Outlets near you. Anyway, so I think it's about 40 minutes north of you. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ollie, Ollie's Bargain Outlet is like a big lots or like a you know it's like a uh, they they buy closeouts and stuff that uh, of merchandise that doesn't sell. Or that they have overstocked items from like Walmarts and Targets and stuff like that. Wow. So I was seeing everywhere that they bought, uh, that they were selling the, um, what do they call it? It was from the Winter Soldier. It's Captain America's shield from Winter Soldier. It was a. Um, Bucky's arm? It was a, uh, what do they call it? Stealth shield. So the shield isn't red, white, and blue. It's it's blue and silver. Because I didn't even know this, but in the movie, he has like a stealth shield in that movie. I I think it's in uh, one scene, maybe. Okay. I, I, I don't. But anyway, it was. Uh, and it's it, it didn't sell, you say? No. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't I wonder have, why. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bought it, but I did because it was on sale. It's one of those. It's one of those life size props, and it's got oh. like the leather straps on the back and everything. It's very cool. Wow. It was. Uh, it's one hundred and twenty five dollars online. Hasbro makes it. Um, this was on sale for 40 bucks. Nice. So I got one of those and I also got a bunch of, um, star Wars figures. So 
back in the 80s, Kenner made uh, Star Wars toys, like the iconic Star Wars toys. Yeah. Um, and they re- they remade those with the new shows and everything. So they're $15 or $15 to $20 a piece. And they went on sale at Ollie's for $3.99 a piece. So I got, um, I'm looking right now, I have the Armorer, Ahsoka, R2-D2, Boba Fett, a uh, Death Trooper, Mandalorian, and Bo-Katan. They had all those there. Then I also got a few Black Series, which if you collect uh, figures, you know what this means. Black Series Star Wars um, figures. I got uh, the Emperor and uh, Lando and uh, Lando and Leia from uh, Return of the Jedi. I'm going to be honest. When you said Ollie, I thought like uh, Middle Eastern Ollie. I have an Ollie's like two minutes from my house right here. I'm there all the time. Oh, yeah. Ollie, yeah. yeah. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, good stuff cheap. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, had, yeah. But, but so I bought a bunch of closeout stuff. I also ordered uh, some Halloween stuff on Shop Disney. If you're hearing this, check out Shop Disney if you're looking for Halloween stuff. I think it's I think it's still 25 percent off. I got a um, I, I've been wanting a drink set for a long time. They came out with a uh, skeleton dance, silly symphonies glasses. So I bought a, a whole set of those, which is they're they're really, really cool. And other than that, uh, the last thing I did this week in Disney was about an hour ago. My wife and I watched the season finale of Ahsoka. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of you. I'm like two episodes behind. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to talk more about it. It was uh, it was a great series. And I look forward to all the future pro- uh, projects that Dave Filoni has his hands on because he, he does not miss. He, he was great. This It was great. The casting was good in the, in the show. The uh, moving forward of stories that we never thought we'd see with in live action was amazing. Uh, nothing bad to say about the show, except for I wish there was 40 more episodes. Mm. Good. That's but a- that is. Uh, oh, lastly, I got a, uh, I got the Pumpkin King blow up uh, inflatable for my front yard uh, the other day, which was kind of cool. So now I have the uh, I've completed my Nightmare Before Christmas Halloween setup outside, except for Sally, because I'm not a big Sally guy. So what do you mean? That's not complete then. I don't like her. So you got two people. No, I got Oogie Boogie. I got Zero. I got Jack and I got the Pumpkin King. Isn't Jack the Pumpkin King? Listen, we're not getting into detail here, Alex. Next time we do this segment, can we just ask Chris what he bought in Disney? (laughs) Because he clearly has a buying issue. (laughs) That's a good point, actually. That's pretty fair. I'm going to Comic-Con in a couple weeks, so this might... Oh, there goes your bank account. I know. I'm a little nervous. I'm... A little nervous. <laughs> well, what I did this week in Disney was not much, but we did watch the Silly Symphony. You were speaking of it too, Chris. You just bought those glass containers. Uh, Silly Symphony episodes. We started with the skeleton one because my kids love that one. And we continued watching a whole bunch of different ones. If you haven't checked them out, check them out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, even though they're made almost 100 years ago at this point. Oh, that is kind of crazy. Uh, they are still amazing little shorts uh, to watch for sure. They're they're amazing. And, um, you know, other than that, not too much else in Disney. Well, Alex, I have something to piggyback on. Actually, I did want to bring this up. I did not do this this week in Disney yet, but I plan on it on Disney. Plus Haunted Mansion is now streaming. Oh, yes. Live action Haunted Mansion. Just saw that. Going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, very excited. I will probably watch it this weekend as well. Um, And maybe we'll talk about it next week on the episode. It's been out for, you know, enough. Ryan, you've seen the live action. You really enjoyed it, it. Yeah, I loved it. Very, I loved it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of real good nods to the the, the actual ride in it. Which I I love. I hope they keep making uh, attraction. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to see more like that. Yeah. The other thing that released on Disney Plus, probably with the release of Haunted Mansion, was 
Haunted Mansion ambiance videos. They're two hour long videos. One is the front of the Haunted Mansion, just two hours with spooky music and like lightning flashing and stuff huh. just put on in the background. And the other one's actually the dining hall where uh, where you see a ghost on the organ playing the organ. And That's stuff cool. Like that. I-, I love those little videos just put on in the background, maybe during a Halloween party exactly. or, a, um, or something like that. Yeah. Or you having a get together with your family, Halloween themed or whatever. I, I love that Disney puts those because um, – I don't know. You never know when they'll come in handy. And it's just neat that you have that Disney IP on your TV instead of like a fan made one on YouTube or something. It's pretty cool. I put on that. Uh, you ever watch the, the, the uh, Walt Disney World TV? I put that on my in background all the time. On YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, no. I've yeah. done that before. It, and then yeah. it just makes me really depressed. Yeah, that's why I don't. I, I've stopped, but I have. I have done that in the past. It's like yeah. it's like very, very nostalgic and calming and depressing equally. Like mm. You are. You are right. Yeah. <laughs> Next week on Diz His, we're doing the history on the Empire Strikes Back. Which did you know they had to film part of the Yoda training scene in George Lucas's own backyard using his own pool? And it's kind of funny that's next week's episode because it has a connection to John Ratzenberger because he was actually in yep. that film. Yep. Uh, well, well, who that worked play? out well. I don't know who he played. I can't wait to watch the movie. <laughs> I can't wait to watch the movie and see him in it. And uh, of course, I'll be doing the I'm gonna be the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, pointing at the TV like, "Oh, that's John Ratzenberger." Uh, can't wait. You know what would be funny if we tied every episode to the next episode somehow? There's a way you could probably like do you that. only do the history on the next ep- next history if part of the history is a part of the episode you previously did. That sounds like a next year thing. (laughs) (laughs) So since next week is a Star Wars episode, I have a lot of Star Wars cards, autographs and stuff. I'm going to find something cool to give away to uh, one of our lucky Patreon members. I'll I'll look for like a cool autograph or something. Maybe someone who was in The Empire Strikes Back, if I have one. I think that'd be a fun giveaway. So if you're interested in something like that, uh, head over to our our Patreon. and, And for $5 or more, you can be entered into winning that. Yeah, and in order to be available to win that, you have to be a Patreon member by the 11th. Or no, by the 10th, actually, because 11th is when we record. Uh, so if you're a Patreon member by the 10th of October, you'll be able to get, be a part of that giveaway. Uh, so if you listen to this episode, you have to go ahead and start subscribing that day of a Patreon, which all you do is to find our Patreon. You have to go to our um, social media under this is pod. And there you can find our link tree. And from there, you can go to our Patreon and become a Patreon member. Uh, from there, you can also visit our blog, which if you're a Patreon member, you can write in. And from there, you can go to our link tree, which we have this is merchandise. Um, if you can, if you do have social media, please go ahead and give us a like and comment on all social media. We're trying to get those numbers up. We are also going to do future giveaways. Like Chris just said, next week is a giveaway later this week, later this month, we're going to do a Halloween themed giveaway. Uh, maybe the following episode, maybe we'll try a giveaway by the 17th, the 18th. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, for the Halloween themed one you're talking, right? Yeah. That we are not giving away at the end of the October, but the mid October. And maybe we can get ship that out and get it to somebody by Halloween. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So in order to be part of that giveaway, you'd have to be a, a member by the 17th. So if you subscribe now for a month, you'll be in the discord for a month. And you'll be available for two giveaways. Pretty good deal. 
before we end this episode, I want Ryan to talk a little bit about the trivia that he, him and RJ have been doing on our Discord for our Patreon members. So on our Discord, we have a trivia channel we just started where RJ and I are switching out doing trivia questions every day. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and um, we, we are having a lot of fun doing that. So if you want to join in on that, join the Discord. I'm on there talking all the time on Discord. So if you want to hang out with me, join, join the Patreon. Yeah, Chris and I, not so much. No, you don't. You will never hear from them. Especially Even me. if you have direct messaging to them, you'll still never hear from them. I do answer the trivia questions when I feel like I have a good guess. Just put up a guess. So that's the his on John Ratzenberger. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening. Have a magical week.